Did you guys know there's a stretch of road on Route 66 near Tijeras, New Mexico, that when you drive on it, it plays a song? That's right, if you go approximately 45 miles an hour on this stretch of road, it plays America the Beautiful. I don't even know how it does that. It's some sort of feat of amazing highway technology. Now, I haven't been personally, although I have been on Route 66 all the way through Arizona. I haven't gone as far as New Mexico, so I haven't seen this road in person, but I would love to do this. It's gonna be on my bucket list for sure. Instead, I'm gonna post a video of this I found on YouTube so you can actually experience somebody driving and you can hear it. This is Comedian Jonesy with Weird AF News. Today is Tuesday, September 5th. Let's get strange. The mayor of Hell, Michigan declares heterosexuality to be illegal and he's impeached immediately. <laughs> this is a very interesting story on so many levels because apparently there's a town in Michigan called Hell. Okay, that, that's the first cool thing. The second cool thing is that in Hell, you can pay $100 and be temporary mayor. Yeah, I don't even know how they do that, but that's what they do. Hell, Michigan is a small, unincorporated town and Elijah Daniel found himself impeached after issuing a proclamation declaring heterosexuality to be illegal. Daniel's a satirist and author of a comedic erotic fiction starring the character of President Donald J. Trump, and he took office last week. There are no elections, as I've said, for mayoral office in the unincorporated town that lies roughly halfway between Jackson, Michigan, and Detroit. Daniel was able to temporarily assume office by giving the town organizers a small fee. So Daniel told the Huffington Post that he was looking for a town that would be willing to make him mayor and in hell for $100, you can be sworn in. Well, Daniel took it upon himself as mayor of hell to declare that practicing heterosexuals were banned from hell. And uh, this move was clearly satirical and meant in jest and also fully unenforceable. <laughs> and the proclamation was hilarious. It suggests that heterosexuals living in hell would have to pay an $84,000 precautionary procreation deposit. <laughs> it also offered heterosexual reparative therapy, and he demanded that all non-conforming heterosexuals wear a scarlet H and cargo shorts as they go to their daily mandated straight shaming ceremonies. <laughs> I'm gonna post a link to his Twitter picture that he posted for this. This is really funny. Daniel told the HuffPost that his ban is an exact copy and paste of Trump's Muslim ban, but with heterosexuals instead of Muslims, <laughs> which is so funny. I love stunts like this. And I love how they point out the folly of our culture, you know? Like he's pointing out the folly of the current administration in the US and that's just so funny and what a, what a great way to do it with humor which I think is the best way to do it. So from his swearing in to his removal from the office Daniel served less than three hours. Daniel said that's no big deal though everyone who becomes mayor in hell gets impeached. I'm thinking about becoming mayor of hell myself what would I do? You know what I would do? I would require everyone to attend a nightly stand-up comedy show for mental health reasons. As a comedian it would be my duty. <laughs> So let me, let me ask you, let me put this out there. If you guys were mayor of hell, what's the first thing that you would do? This is Jonesy with Weird AF News. How would you guys like to have some Twinkie-flavored vodka? Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. A recently opened San Diego spirit producer is using leftover baked goods that would otherwise be destined for waste in order to make their flavorful vodka. They're called Misadventure Vodka, which is a perfect name for this. They're described by the company as vodka made from unsold baked goods. <laughs> this is great, because I love vodka and I love flavored vodka. So why not have Twinkie flavored vodka and, and croissant flavored vodka and eclair flavored vodka? So the company started grabbing leftovers that weren't even able to be given away to the needy from these food banks. 
ended up being over a thousand pounds of bread products per week. They would get Twinkies, Ho-Hos, French baguettes, crullers, all sorts of baked goods, and they would all go into the vodka. So essentially, all these baked goods have starches and sugars inside them, which are the building blocks to making any type of alcohol. So why not make vodka with it? Vodka that tastes delicious. This vodka is like a liquid bakery inside your mouth, and also it gets you drunk. The product may sound weird, but the process isn't any different from making any distilled beverage. Though making alcoholic beverage from food waste certainly isn't new, a number of beers have already tried tackling the food waste issue by getting people buzzed, including one from Dogfish Head and Chef Mario Batali. Turns out food waste might actually be the one problem alcohol can save. Well, it can also save your terrible life because it can numb you from the reality that you are living a terrible life. <laughs> I've tried that, it works. Only temporarily, but it works. <laughs> Alcohol also helps in one other way in this world, and that is it creates lots of karaoke. Yes, because people wouldn't get up there on the mic half of them without a little bit of a you know, liquid courage. So thank God for that. So what do you guys think of Twinkie-flavored vodka? And what sort of baked goods would you like to see made into a vodka? And this place is kind of close to me. It's in San Diego. I could make a day trip there. How many of you want to come with me? Anybody in Los Angeles? Let's make a road trip down there. We'll take some photos and video and we'll try some of this uh, ho-ho-flavored vodka. <laughs> this is Comedian Jonesy, Weird AF News. A little girl finds the Excalibur sword at the bottom of the same lake it was hurled into. Yes, seven-year-old Matilda Jones casually found Excalibur, the legendary sword, in the same lake where it was thrown according to the King Arthur myth. Matilda was paddling in Dosmery Pool in Cornwall with her father, Paul, when she stumbled across this four-foot-long metal sword. I'm going to post a link to the sword. You can see a picture yourself. Out of coincidence, her dad had only told Matilda and her sister about the legend of King Arthur before the discovery during a six-day holiday in Cornwall. According to the legend, Sir Bedivere threw Excalibur into Dosmery Pool after the Battle of Camlan, where Arthur died. Just as he hurled the sword into the lake, an arm rose from the surface to grab it, and it disappeared back into the water. Dosmery Pool is also home of the Lady of the Lake, where a young Arthur rode out to claim Excalibur herself. Of course, this isn't the Excalibur of legend. It's a sword that's about 20 to 30 years old and probably an old film prop sword of some sort. I'm going to forever do stories that take place in England in this annoying accent and I hope you guys can handle it. <laughs> this is Comedian Jonesy with Weird AF News. Please, an applause breakers coming forth with.